Um, we are the Green Door in Las Vegas. I'm here with Miss Alex Cole. Hi, I'm Alex Cole. I'm not the Green Door, but I'm at the Green Door. That's right. So. And I am Nacho Vegas, and um, we are currently live in the dungeon room. Live from the dungeon. The, the dungeon. <laughs> Keep the screaming down over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> no flogging. Six feet, please. No flogging allowed. Six feet. Six feet. Stay safe. There's like, there's so many fun things in here to like fuck around with. Right. Yeah. You know, that's the beauty about people that are in the adult industry and like people are, that are in this lifestyle where like you walk into a dungeon room. You don't, like, you already know what a dungeon room is, mm -hmm. but you start getting ideas, right? You, like, if you're, if you perform on camera, you're like, ooh, I could do a threesome scene there on the doctor's chair. Ooh, oh my God, I could get a spring here and chained up. Ooh, mm -hmm. I could, like, get crisscross there. And... Yeah, I just start picturing my friends in all the different devices. Right. So I'm just like, oh my God, Caitlin would love this. Oh, <laughs> right. right. So... So that's where my brain goes. I'm just like, oh my God, this friend would love this thing. Mm -hmm. If only they were here right now. One person like walked in, she said it great. She was like, oh my God, this is like the inside of my brain right now. This is what, <laughs> if my brain had a decor, it would be the dungeon room. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that does make sense. Cause <laughs> there's some like dark individuals out there, but mm -hmm. in a good way, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, so tell me about yourself. So this is our first time meeting. We've never met before. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is, uh, I think we've been in the same Las Vegas like group chats before, but never right. met in person. Right. <laughs> so finally, we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I I do know about you. Obviously, like, you, you've had a, a remarkable career. Aww. And, uh, and, like, I'm not saying I've seen your work or, like, I've oh, I don't care. That's fine. Your work, I super that you know? doesn't that wouldn't bother me at all. Okay. I make it so people will watch it. Okay, so, good. Like, yeah, I've had okay. So I ha I've had friends like find my stuff online and stuff like that, and they're like, I, "Don't worry, I don't watch it." I'm like, "You can watch it. I don't care. Just don't treat me different." But like, whatever you want to do, jerk off to it, whatever. Watch it and laugh at me. Whatever. Just don't tell. Like, I you know, like don't yeah. let it impact our friendship. But yeah, but, yeah, fucking watch it. I don't care. That's cool. Um, and uh, yeah. So, I mean. Well, what I do now, I don't know if this happens to you because, like, you do not only just perform, but like you like direct also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like, yeah. so you critique a lot of stuff. Like, I, it's like the joy for me watching other people's porn or even my own is like, oh man, I could have done it this way, or I could the angle could have been this way, or. I think the only time I watch other people's porn or my porn is on Twitter when I'm doing promo and like retweeting stuff and I'm like going through my feed and trying to stay in touch with my friends and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll just go down my feed and I'll be like, oh my God, you look so great. Like, and, <laughs> and, and sometimes I will pick up things that I want to try or, or I'll, I just texted my boyfriend the other day and I was like, oh man, we have to try this position with this camera angle. This would yeah. look so good. Look how good it looks. Or I'll, um, I'll like, <laughs> Um, watch other people's porn to see, like, do do I feel like we would make good porn together? Mm, yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't really, I don't really watch other people on Pornhub or anything. Uh, what I do sometimes, like on Twitter, especially Twitter, is is like two years ago, like I will never do a scene where like I'll put a camera like like going like pointing upward like mm -hmm. for a BJ scene. But now I'm thinking like, oh man, it's cool. Like if it grows a spitter. Like maybe I should try that. Like, and I see what's 
oh what's trending i guess like what kind of scenes and and catching up with people i do notice that too like mm-hmm. i have like one of my best friends lives in san diego so we don't really um cross paths too much but mm-hmm. i i did notice like she had a tattoo <laughs> and i'm like oh my god you got a tattoo on your ass cheek like oh that's great you know kind of thing like oh like yeah for sure it's almost like facebook like you see you have uh-huh. friends you, and family see and... I've never, i i made a facebook uh early on in in my career i guess um but I hated it, so I, I just let it go defunct, so it just exists now, and I don't ever chat. I don't even think I have the password anymore. Um, so I've never had Facebook, but I, I do really like Twitter. It's my favorite social media, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Now, I notice, like, I mean, I know there's a lot of content creators out there that, that has probably that has a good amount of followers and stuff, and, um, and subscribers, and but you have a very healthy uh, following on mm-hmm. Twitter. And what do you think it's just consistency or like, what do you think? I I think a big part of it is time. <laughs> and uh, that's because like I started February 1st, 2015 and I made my Twitter like two months before that. So I, or maybe two weeks before that. I think it was two weeks before that. I'll have to look. But uh, it's, I think it's just, I tweet a lot. I think I've tweeted almost 60,000 tweets in that amount of time um, going on nine years. Yeah. Uh, so that's a lot. That's a lot of Twitter fingers. Right. Um, I, I think it's also, um, I, when I started porn in January 2019, I had 57 or 58,000 Twitter followers. And that was from four, four plus years of, of camming and stuff. So mm-hmm. being in front of all those eyeballs definitely helped with the Twitter following. Right. Yeah. So I shot uh, over 135 scenes my first year in porn, and I think that really got me in front of a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. So that's that's where the follower thing came from, I think. Yeah, I think kind of like. So I wasn't in in, in the adult industry. I was, I was here a lot, you mm-hmm. know, but as mm-hmm. a as a customer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, before I got into porn. But um, like how it is now, and, you know, there's OnlyFans and all this stuff, like mini vids and did that exist like when you started yeah. in 2015 yeah i got in a little late actually like chatterbait was really i started on chatterbait and it was starting to like really take off but it was still in that early stage where uh if if two girls logged on at the same time people were like oh my god and there'd be like six thousand people in the room just because of that and that's my first uh show was a girl girl show oh. so that's uh, we I, we each made like three hundred dollars that night and we were like we're so rich oh my god we could do this forever mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh and that you know so it it's definitely changed a lot since then but many vids actually i got into many vids in 2015 and there were only like two thousand girls on there so <laughs> i was in the top uh 20 I was like in the top 20-ish on many vids for a long time just because I got in right when they started and there there were only 2,000 girls to compete with at the very beginning. Um, But then I let it go. So now I'm in the top 200. I think I'm like 150-something or something like that. How many girls are on on many vids now? I don't even have any idea. No idea whatsoever. I'd have to look. Yeah. Yeah. My my number would be like... Well, and back guess. back then it was just girls. There were no guys and no oh. no anybody other than girls. And so, because uh, it was basically made by a cam girl for cam girls, uh-huh. so it, it didn't even consider having men on the site making content. Right. So it's a completely different site now. Right. 
Uh, so girls still make the most money on many vids by a lot, but it's a, it's still it's a very different site now. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like, so I'm always getting ideas like, oh, what kind of scenes should we do? You know, and and sometimes I like to like look at the search engine. Mm-hmm. for many vids and see and just go down what's like, trending yeah, yeah or even stuff that's like it's on there but it's only like a couple hundred videos i right? do that with clips for sale because clips for sale has the biggest category list i think of any of the websites and it's been around the longest i think i think it was the like the first clip site or something mm-hmm. like that it was really early if not the first and so if you go and look at their category list Holy shit, it's so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, when I, I give a, a lot of advice to new creators, and the first thing I say for their homework is make your accounts on these websites and then go look at the category list on Close for Sale. Pick 10, 5 to 10 uh, out of the categories, pick 5 to 10 of them, and we're going to make videos for each of those categories. Mm-hmm. And we'll go from there and figure out what you like making and figure out what people like buying from you. Right. Yeah. And if you ever feel a lull, in your sales, you can always go back to the category list, pick out five, try it out, make three videos on each thing, and then just see if you like making it and see if people jump on it. Right. So, yeah. What, um, since we're on categories, what's, what's your top five that you like the most? And what's your top five that are like the, the like, no? Mm. <sighs> Ooh, that's a hard one. Okay, so my top five for yes, I like, if we're going with categories, um, like the, the hardcore category where it's just like straight up sex, like straight up real, um, I'm Alex Cole, you're so-and-so, we're going to have sex today, period, and then just do it all on camera. And then I like to have like a, like a shower scene after where it's like we're washing each other. Um, so I like the, the real sex or the hardcore category. I like feet. I like um, men's and women's feet. Uh, as long as they're clean uh, and taken care of, I like them and I like them in my mouth. Um, I have a panty fetish for like used panties. So like if uh, I'm hooking up with a girl and she like takes her panties off, I want to like sniff them and lick them and, and everything okay. before we start fucking. Um, so that's three. <laughs> I really like the vampire category. Okay. I make really cool shit for that. And I get to be evil and in charge and I get to m- murder people. And it's really, really fun. Um, like the whole, the whole process, it's like a ritual because it has a, it's a step-by-step formula for the ones that I do with, uh, primalfetish.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my ex-boyfriend and he's the one that got me into it. Thank you, Michael. And um, <laughs> and so what it, what happens is me, Queen Vampire Alex Cole, is uh, just working her way through the town, like murdering men and turning women into vampires. Okay. And I seek out women that are like timid and maybe they get picked on by men in their lives. So like one video was this uh, waitress who is getting like sexually harassed by her boss. And, you know, she was going to lose her job and all this stuff. And I go and I get her and I lure her back and I uh, seduce her and suck her blood and turn her into a vampire. And then I'm like, guess who we get to eat first? (laughs) It's like the boss. So we go back. She seduces him and mind controls him and brings him back. And then we fuck him 
and <laughs> and then we kill him <laughs> and we take all his money <laughs> and whatever other worldly possessions he has. And sometimes we don't kill him. Sometimes we keep him alive, tied up to like a cross thing. Uh-huh. And uh, St. Andrew's Cross, that's what it is. And uh, we'll just drain them over time and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, it's just great. So that's four categories. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really like, uh, as far as me performing, I like ball busting. I like ball busting a lot. Like kicking or stepping? Uh, any of it. <laughs> any of it. Yeah, I like. Um, I also I worked with Caitlin Katsaros, and oh, yeah. I enjoy I enjoyed punching and slapping her in the face and stuff okay. like that too. The black eyes um, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's just something really. It's like a release of energy, and it's good knowing the only the only way it's a release is if the person I'm doing it to really enjoys it though. Like, okay, if they don't yeah. actually, like, really enjoy it, I hate it, and I don't want to do it. Right. Yeah, because I've had ball-busting scenes with guys that are like, okay, well, kick me in the thigh, and, like, don't, like, i like, no, that's not what I'm here for. Now yeah. I'm worried I'm going to hit you on accident, and you're not going to like it, and I'm going to feel really bad. Right. But if I get a guy who's like, yeah, fucking, like, kick me, do it, and then they, I kick them, and they hit the ground, or they throw up, and I'm like, you good? And they come back and they're like, thank you. Oh my God. That's what I want. That's what I want. And I don't have that anymore. So I haven't been able to shoot ball busting in a while. So those are my five categories. So if you guys are listening out there <laughs> and you want to get your balls busted, like really busted by Alex Cole, please. You can apply, but that's the thing. Like I'm really particular because it's like you have to really, really enjoy it. But you also have to like respect that we are filming a video. Yeah. And it's not like. Like I have a boyfriend. Like right. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to like hook up with anybody or date anybody or anything like that. I already got. I already got that. So it's harder when you just put out a casting for something because then people always want to push limits and boundaries. So I just don't even put out castings. Anymore. Oh okay. Like yeah. like it's like one of those things. If you might have seen their work or something like that, mm-hmm. seen them actually get. Yeah. yeah, I have to actually. They have to actually be like a verified industry person. And then then it's like, okay, you're a professional. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Because as fun as it is to like, just like if I showed up here and it was just like a night off and there was somebody here who wanted to get ball busted, cool. I'll fucking do it. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, But we're not filming a video. Like it it gets totally different then. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. See, that's the, uh, you know, with the categories and stuff, I do get a lot of ideas like on many vids and 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 Pornhub and mm-hmm. like all those sites, but coming in here and walking around and seeing people fulfill their own fantasies mm-hmm. gives me ideas too because because they're doing it for real mm-hmm. and and then I'm like well if they're doing it for real then I could do it on camera mm-hmm. right and. Uh, and uh, well, as far as like the ball busting goes, like I've, I I've never had anyone ball bust me. I would never. Yeah, I if you're not into it, it don't yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. And uh, but I have learned how to vlog here. Mm-hmm. I have learned like some other BDSM stuff that I do enjoy, mm-hmm. and I the electric, you know, the rod and all the electricity, the shocking thing I do like. Um, yeah. I do like this one girl. She tried the um, tying my paws like like really tight mm-hmm. like constricting tight and uh so i'm like it actually feels good it actually feels comforting you know so mm-hmm. painful a little bit but i feel all right 
Yeah, everybody yeah. likes different stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, the craziest thing I've ever seen here was, well, one, we used to have a coffin here. Mm-hmm. And people would have sex in the coffin and they would dress like vampires. And, uh, and then, but then this one couple, they were into like, like blood and stuff and we were like uh we can't we had to like take out the coffin because of it yeah yeah they they went too far on it well which is okay no but i have seen like a lot more female doms come in here especially as of late and and controlling their guys or the sub a sub and and he's just getting getting worked Mm -hmm. you know like pegging and the whole bit some and and what's also great is you get actual couples that come in here and they put on a show for them and they just enjoy it you, you so many couples come in here and they watch that more than watching just people have regular sex which is pretty cool you know yeah. there's one more thing i like about this place because because it's like an open thing for everyone to come check out and stuff yeah yeah that is really cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what's um so we were talking about the APAC. Oh yeah, APAC. It's mm-hmm. uh, the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually having a uh, party for performers of all kinds uh, on October twelfth, so next week. Okay. And it's going to be in LA. Um, and if you go to the APAC Twitter at APAC Social S O C I A L Social, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> never did a spelling bee. Uh, if you go to the at APAC social Twitter, there's a ton of information about it, and there's a link to RSVP. Okay. So uh, the RSVP is just to make sure that everybody that's going is a performer. So um, if you RSVP, just make sure that you put your stage name in there, and uh, it'll ask you for a link showing that, like, here's my work. I'm a performer. Um, but yeah, it's going to be there's free parking and free food, and there's a cash bar. And um, we're going to be playing games for charity. So if you do want to donate any money, it'll go to outside charities. Oh, nice. Yeah. So That's cool. cool. Yeah, we just wanted to um, organize something for the community because, like, we've been seeing a lot lately, and it, it always happens, but a lot lately I've been noticing tweets from performers that are, like, talking about them not having friends and talking about feeling lonely. And uh, that can be dangerous in an industry like this. So we wanted to throw a party so that people could meet each other and make friends and see that there is like a community of people that you can get to know. So, right. so if, if you're free on the 12th and you want to come to a free party, um, maybe donate to charity, then, uh, yeah, we'd love to see you. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I know September was a uh, mental health awareness month and I, I did go to a seminar and, and um, for that. And there were so many people that kind of like, just walked in and checked it out and stuff like that and then with this industry and lifestyle like it's mm-hmm. it's very important it's very important to like know that people care about you and, mm-hmm. and and like it's we always like on camera like when we're shooting and stuff like that it's very important obviously to be professional because like you want to like you know you want to make friends with people you work with right. and, but have a like a mutual like understanding like where our boundaries are right because like we are mixing our bodies with this but at the same time like you know off camera on social media especially you know yeah it could get kind of lonely and 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 you're seeing you're seeing a lot of like 
you know different tweets and stuff and mm-hmm. yeah sometimes when I see people out in Vegas and they're like oh like everything got canceled up here alone kind of thing I'm like oh. yeah you know. it'll it'll just be good to like meet people and we want to do these every now and then like maybe four times a year uh, so this is the first but we'll hopefully be doing them quarterly that way people can meet each other and you know you just get busy too like I I know the feeling of like you leave set and you had a great day on set and like everybody was laughing and joking and it felt like a big friend environment and then you get in your car and you drive especially if you're driving all the way back to Vegas from LA and you're just like you're in the quiet of the car and you're tired from your scene and and it's like I'm not gonna see those people again yeah until the next time I happen to work with them which could be a year from now right and uh so yeah so I just want to combat that and, and get people in a in a room together where they can talk. And another thing, actually, this is the last thing I'll say about it, but um, another thing is there's a lot of new babies in the industry, a lot of new girls and and guys, and I feel like something that really helped me when I was starting was finding mentors who had been in the industry for a while and could show me, like, this is how you assert yourself on set. This is how you take care of your pussy after scenes. This is how you... You take care of this issue. This is how you speak to these people. Um, without mentors to help guide some of the newer people through, um, I think, I think, I think it'll just be beneficial for everybody. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't want to go ad nauseum on it, but. Oh uh, no, I, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, um, you I mean you're absolutely you hit the nail on the head as far as like people, you get really caught up in, in the work and mm-hmm. and wanting to shoot and like traveling and all that stuff and. And, um, and it's important to have have a community where you could just reach out to someone. Like, hey, I, even just a simple text, like, hey, we met at the social. Like, how you doing? Like, I'm just yeah. checking up on you kind of thing. And that's really nice. That goes a long way. Just a simple hello sometimes, you know. Yeah. yeah. And having somebody that you have gotten to know well enough that you're like, I can text this person if I'm feeling mm-hmm. some kind of way. Like, I, I get texts from people relatively often where it's like, Hey, can I just talk to you for for a minute? Yeah. It's like, or hey, are you home? Like, can I come over and just like be around another person for a minute? Right. And just so you know, you can always text me. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't get back right away, I, I will get back to you. But um, but yeah, I just want I want more people to have that. Yeah, that's nice. So yeah, yeah. that's the APAC social. APAC gives back is the is the name of it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing. Um, the last AVMs was was the last time I've ever seen them, but yeah, and but I see them on social media all the time. Yeah, yeah it's mainly uh, it's mainly advocacy and, and information sharing. So, yeah, you know that way people have there's like a, a good Q and A and things like that. But, That's cool. Yeah. So um, so I I'm curious about your career as far as like switching from camming to to porn on set. So what's the big difference that you took from your first time on camera in front of, like on Chatterbait versus on set? Um, so I actually didn't even switch. I just do both now. So okay. like I was camming earlier today and um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the big differences are camming is extremely relaxing um, because I can just be at my house and be naked or wear my pajamas or whatever I feel like and I just sit and I talk to my friends 
and if they throw tokens at me, um, then I might get horny and like want to come or something. Like it's it's just it's super chill. It's just really relaxed. Like today, I I logged on and I was like, hey guys, I'm not gonna be able to stay that late. I have a podcast, and they were like, oh, that's awesome. Like we can watch you do your makeup, and I was like, great. And we all and we just talked and had a a little come show, and then I was like, I gotta go. I'll see y'all later. Mm-hmm. And it's it's. It's great for my mental health to, to do camming because I'm just I'm in a room with thousands of people and a bunch of them are my friends and we just talk and it's that social interaction that I think I need more of in my life. Yeah. Um, with porn, I feel like I've learned a lot from it. I've, I've gotten to meet a lot of really great people with a lot of really great advice. Um, I get to be on set and watch people like move lights and um, watch them work the cameras and ask questions and people are generally pretty happy to share information um i i get to practice my acting which is great like so it's uh, porn is more more like a work day and then cam feels like hanging out with friends and um getting to do that for a living which is really neat um but yeah porn has the the structure of a, of a job where right. it's like you have to show up here you have to have your stuff and bring your lunch and uh bring some water like bring bring the things you need um for your work day so it's it's more it's more structured and i do like having that because when you're just camming all the time i used to get online at 5 p.m and get offline at 5 a.m and just had no structure in my life and no schedule whatsoever right and and now i now i have more of a a normal day-to-day schedule which is nice that's good yeah um when you're performing on camera like on set when you're on the porn set and uh, do you prefer, because you say you like acting, mm-hmm. do you prefer a good script or or a more amateur style? I like both. So I like Gonzo because I get to just show up and be like, hey, man, like, because uh, I work with the same people over and over again as far as men go. With women, they introduce me to more new women, especially I they, I get paired with a lot of new girls because they know that I'm, I'm an, I'll be nice to them and be like, here's how you get in position for scissoring. Um, and... <laughs> And stuff like that but but the guys it's like I work with the same guys over and over again so I know them pretty well and we have that bro relationship of like hey man you need help getting your dick hard cool okay mm-hmm. and then you shoot a cool scene and you high five and then you go home uh, that's awesome so mm-hmm. um, I forgot the question honestly I got well, off script. on a tangent Gonzo versus script. okay uh, the scripts I really like I really like getting to learn the scripts but I, I would say it's about 50 50 Okay. Yeah, and I like about a fifty-fifty mix. Yeah. Because if I have to learn a script at, for every day of the week, I'm gonna get really confused. I might mix them up, and I I want to really be able to devote time to it. So if I could have two scripts a week and three Gonzo scenes, I'd be pretty happy. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I mainly do, um, gangbang scenes, mm-hmm. and uh, which on a guy's side, like one this one particular gangbang site. Uh, it's like the most relaxed gaming environment I've ever been on at all because we at ever because like they ask the girl all these questions and it's all about the girl pleasing the girl. Mm-hmm. It isn't like hard like too hardcore or anything like that. But the guys that I work with, they're generally the same guys over and over again. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I do meet new guys, and uh, and sometimes if the girl says, "Okay, I want two dicks in my mouth at the same time." And I'm trying to look at the guy like, all right, I, I, we touched dicks before, so let's let's do this, you know, kind of thing. And but it's kind of a weird. It's like our 
bro relationship yeah. kind of thing, you know? It's like, we're just like, well, now at this point, we're like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's just it's work. But it's, it's funny, too. For me, I'm just, in my mind, I'm always like, oh, man, it's funny. This is <laughs> hilarious, you know? Like, And then I learned a lot about the girl, too, because every girl, like, when we're asking questions, like, what positions do you like? Like, how many guys have you been with in a single day? How many come loads have you had in your vagina in the 24-hour period? Like, mm-hmm. things like that. And you're like... and the, Yeah, the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, and some mm-hmm. of the answers that I get are, like, that we get. I'm like, my so like, hmm? Like, mm-hmm. I would have guessed four, not 14. You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's all a learning experience for me. But the script ones, they're, they're fun. Like, I've been on, like, browsers and all that stuff. And, and like, it's just all day. And mm-hmm. like, which is great, and they feed you, and and I do learn a lot more about the camera work and the lighting on scripted scenes yeah. than I do on console scenes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so it's pretty cool. What's something that that that's on your bucket list that you haven't done yet? Um, I want to go to Australia. Okay. That's on my bucket list. Why is that? Um, it's just. It's just so far, and so I I have a ton of places on my on my list of where I want to travel, but Australia just seems to really jump out at me. Plus, I uh, one of my best friends, uh, her boyfriend is like from there, so I have a feeling they they might move there in the future. So I want to be familiar with it for when I want to go visit them and stuff like that. Do you like hot weather or cold weather? I like hot weather. Okay. Yeah, I like hot and dry. I, I like the desert. Mm-hmm. I don't like humidity. Humidity makes me irritable. Okay. So yeah. So I, I prefer it nice and dry, just like Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then a good time to go down there would be our winter, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I'd have to check, but uh, but yeah, I think so. Do you have like naturally straight hair, or is it? Um, it's, you... na- it's naturally wavy. I straightened it for a shoot yesterday. So, okay. Yeah. So it's it's straight oh, right nice. now. Do you prefer straight or wavy? I like it wavy more. Yeah. I think it has more body to it. Um, oof, my legs are too long for your table. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, so I'm kind of like. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't have much of a preference. Because okay. I know I, I have met a lot of diff- different performers that they always change their hairstyle or their wear a wig or, or yeah. something like that. I have too much hair for wigs. Uh, it's not. I look like I have a giant head when I have to wear wigs. But uh, yeah, no, I, I pretty much stay about the same, like long hair. But I just recently like cut it. Um, I think I cut about four to six inches off of it. Mm-hmm. So this is a new a new do. When you do your vampire scenes, um, I, I did notice one photo with the teeth mm-hmm. and all that. So. And it looks real. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, no, they're uh, you. You attach them to your teeth so okay. they stay in place. Yeah, yeah. And you could, you could perform with the guy. Oh with, yeah. With the teeth, like. Well, so you're showing the teeth off. So you want to keep your mouth open more than anything. So mm-hmm. you're not really like doing a well, kind of blowjob or anything. You're more licking and sucking a little bit. But yeah, the teeth are spaced far enough apart that most dicks will go right through mm-hmm. the middle. Uh, the hard part is when you do werewolf scenes or creature scenes and you have top and bottom teeth, then you have to be extra careful. But normally I just, I have kind of big lips, so I just put my lips in between the teeth and the dick so that okay. uh, 
my lips are getting cut up and not the not the dick. Mm, yeah. So, um, is Halloween your favorite holiday? Um, I enjoy Halloween. I think it's cool, but I don't really have a favorite holiday. I've never really. Or is it just like the dressing up part, like the different costumes and stuff? I mean, I do that all the time, so I don't really. That doesn't. Um, that doesn't have like a a, hol- a holiday significance for me at this point. Um, Cause I, I mean, shit, I was dressed up as Spider-Man yesterday. So, um, yeah, no, it's, I don't really go crazy for holidays. We didn't really celebrate that much when I was a kid. Okay. So I, it's a little like almost awkward. Cause I'm like, what do we do? Right. <laughs> is this what, is this how you Christmas? I don't, <laughs> like, somebody tell me I need a cheat code. You're like, Merry New Year. Yeah. Happy uh, Christmas. Got invited to like. I don't remember what it was. It was like a, a white elephant party, and I was like, I bought a tiny white elephant. I bought a little ceramic <laughs> elephant, and I, was, I put it in in the pile of the gifts, and everybody <laughs> thought it was really funny. And I was like, Yeah, that probably be the <laughs> best really gift funny. ever. Yeah, I was, that was great. And so now I do that at every white elephant party. I find a, an elephant uh, figurine or something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like the limit is is. Uh, $50. It's like, this is going to be a really cool picture. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably the best damn $50 elephant ever, I'll ever see. Or a bunch of them. Like, right. Yeah, I did that one time. I got a bunch of them, put them all in a box and all the papers. So they were unwrapping them, and they were like, oh, my God, another elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever got, like, the same person twice where you gave them two <laughs> elephants? Right. That'd be funny. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as, like, um, the industry goes, like, where do you see yourself, like, five years from now? Or do you have like a, a tenure plan or do you see yourself doing this like for a long, long time? Or? Yeah, no, I, I don't really, I've tried doing the five-year and tenure plans and plans, if I make plans, they don't usually happen. Um, something always happens or changes or comes up. And uh, so I'm not crazy about, like I don't have a plan that I'm trying to stick to or anything. But if I tried to predict based on what I know now and what I feel now, what will happen in five to 10 years, I would say I'll still be, I'll still be camming. Um, and, uh, I might be directing more. Um, I'll probably perform until they stop giving me like the, the teen roles. Cause right now I still get them and, uh, I think it's great. So I, I really like performing in the teen roles because I'm 31 years old mm-hmm. and that means to me that people can live out their fantasies without a teen actually even being involved so right. that to me is is really cool and i will continue doing those scenes until they push me out right um because it's like perfect like you you can live out your fantasy and i'm not even a teen right you know <laughs> like so it's that's the acting part of it like i feel like a lot of people in porn are stuck in this older idea of like well, you're 31, so you should be playing only MILF roles. And I'm like, bitch, where? Right. <laughs> I don't have any of the attributes that uh, a, a MILF like generally sells well with, like like big tits and the big ass and the implants and, and the, the more like caregiver look. I don't have that yet, and I don't know when I'll have that. But, yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably still be performing uh, in the next 10 years. When I'm 41, I'll probably still be performing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely never stop camming. I'll probably cam until I die. So, uh, but I do, I do see myself um, 
settling down a little bit more. I want to, uh, you know, maybe maybe have a family, that kind of thing. Uh, geriatric pregnancy starts at 35. So last I checked. So uh, if I want to have kids, if if I can even have kids, uh, I need to do that before before 35. Right. So within the next five years, I would say I might I might be a milf. <laughs> right. Is, who knows? Would you ever like say you're six months pregnant, seven months pregnant, and you're showing? Hmm. Like, do you would you ever perform on camera? Oh hell yeah, absolutely! Yeah? I would document the whole thing. I have lived my life online since I started doing this, and I lived my life online before, but but silently. I've always been crazy about the internet and like YouTube, and like that's that's where I get all my entertainment and where I spend the most of my time. So I would like to become that. I would like to, I started posting more on YouTube and things like that recently. And I would like to just be a figure off to the side for the next 30, 40 years where mm -hmm. I'm just on the internet existing with everybody that I've gotten to know over all the time and yeah. on cam and everything. And I even was talking on cam the other day about live streaming my wedding. If I get married, like I'll have a live stream going off to the side so that they can see it. So nice. absolutely, if I get pregnant, I would make pregnancy content. Would you live stream the wedding and then live stream the honeymoon, you know, the sex part? No, because I think it's important to have a, a level of separation between like, my boyfriend and I really like having our private sex life. Like okay. we love filming and everything and we film a good amount of content, but we also really uh, connect in private which i which i value quite a bit okay yeah um okay then here's a good like relationship question mm -hmm. what's your favorite position off camera with your boyfriend and what's your favorite position on camera they are the same position and it is missionary with my knees by my face so, oh okay yeah simple it's, it's really great position yeah nice yep you come the easiest in that position yep that? yep yep it's the only position i really come in I don't really come in any other positions very often. Um. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's cool. That's that's true. And, yeah. and you're one of those where like if you come once, then you'll come like multiple times. The first one is the hardest. Okay, and everybody that watches Cam knows exactly what I'm going to say. The first one is the hardest. The second one takes less than thirty seconds, and then the third one is hard again, but it only takes like maybe five minutes. Okay. We've got it down to a science because we've done so many cum shows together that it's uh -huh. like it takes 10 to 15 minutes for the first one and then like 30 seconds for the second one and then like about five minutes or less, no less than two minutes for the third one. So you, I'm going to guess you cam like anywhere from like four to six days a week. Um, so when I first started uh, February uh 2015, February 1st, 2015. I cammed every single day for six months, eight hours minimum, 14 hours was my longest show. Um, <laughs> and uh, after that six months, I dropped back to five days a week um, or six days a week if I, if I really wanted to get on again. And then now with porn and everything, I don't have as much free time. So Anytime I have a cancellation or anything and I don't have a shit ton of stuff I have to do, or even if I do have a shit ton of stuff I have to do, if I just really want to get on, I'll get on. But it's basically whenever there's an opportunity, I get on. Mm -hmm. Like if I go to L.A., if I rent a room at a place where I can cam, I will go shoot a scene and then go back to the place where I'm staying, 
and set up the cam and then cam until like one o'clock in the morning and I'll go to sleep and I'll wake up in the morning at like seven or eight and I'll get ready and then go to set for my next scene and then do the whole thing the next day. So it's whenever there's time, whenever there's time. So on average, ballpark. No idea. There's no average. No, no. You know what I'm going to ask you, right? Uh, Wait, I think I do. I could be wrong. Go ahead. (laughs) On average. On average, how many times do you have an orgasm per week? I was wrong. Okay. I was going to say. Like, what's a good, like. I come like a few times a day every day, at least. So I don't know. Like, (laughs) um, 21. 21 on average that's pretty good yeah 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 more if if my boyfriend's in town yeah or if like if i'm shooting a scene i always come two or three times before the scene starts uh by myself to get ready for the scene you prep yourself yeah okay like right before sex starts i'll go and like in a bathroom or a bedroom or something and just take like five minutes and i'll come a couple times oh wow so yeah and I've then, never heard that before. Yeah. No, it's, it, I just recommend yeah. it to everybody. If you're a, a performer who has got a vagina and, and you want to warm it up before a scene starts, don't just go in dry. Why the fuck would you do that? You would never right. do that in your personal life, right? So just, don't do that on set. Just go and, like, watch some porn and use a vibrator and knock out a couple orgasms. And then I also recommend, if you're tight like me, I recommend, like, taking one or two fingers and just sticking them in and kind of wiggling them around to, to warm things up in there to be like, hey, bitch, you're about to get stretched. Wake up. <laughs> tickle, tickle. And Let's then, go. And then you go and you do like stills. And then by the time you're doing sex stills, once you come, it takes a minute for your pussy to get really wet and start being like drippy wet. Going through the stills is plenty of time for that. And yeah. then you get into the scene and your scene partner's like, holy shit, she's really turned on. And there's nothing that will make your scene partner treat you better than them thinking that you're really turned on, okay? So (laughs) he might have been having a shitty day or something, and he goes to touch your pussy and it comes off all slimy. He's going to be like, oh, I better treat her real nice. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) She's happy to be here. I better keep that going. Right. (laughs) So. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's just just biology. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. The clit's there for a reason, girls. Use it. <laughs> That's awesome. See, you got, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, I do prep, but I can't come. Yeah, I well, no, you can't come. So right. uh, for, for men, prep is extremely different. I don't know male prep at all because every guy I talk to has different prep. So I yeah. don't know what the fuck. I can't give you all any advice. I don't have a penis. But I was going to say advice for a guy in a scene. Like, if you're working with a girl and, like, she's like really tired or is having trouble loosening up like in a not creepy way which can be hard girls are a little hard on guys sometimes like just be like hey if there's anything i can do to help you warm up like if you want me to eat your pussy or like anything like kiss your neck rub your shoulders like whatever you need like i can help you warm up or or you can even be like or I heard this thing from Alex Cole that you could go in the bedroom and like masturbate and come a couple times and come back out. Um, no one will even bother you while you're in there. Like right. that's great. Do that. <laughs> like hey, listen to uh, this podcast here. Right. Like this episode, minute thirty. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> Just be like, hey, if you're having some trouble taking a dick, maybe tell your pussy it's supposed to take a dick. <laughs> so, and you know, especially like. Telling somebody that they can go and have privacy can also yeah. also help. So 
so yeah there's the advice for men fuck yeah that's like that's like smart shit that's like really I try. Good. yeah that's great <laughs> the key well, to seeming smart is to talk about things you know about and i've been immersed in this for a while so yeah yeah so that's the only reason i seem smart <laughs> no I, well i mean you're speaking from experience obviously right and so like it's 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 good to know so kudos so before like we've already had like 40 something minutes on here i like to talk it's great i'm down to talk more <laughs> we have to have a part two okay yeah okay. we definitely do then we'll, we'll have like we'll play a game or something like that we'll like i don't know we'll have some kind of questionnaire game or, mm -hmm. or something like that so that'd be pretty fun um but before we sign off yeah let us know or let the people know uh your social medias and stuff or where can we follow you well boys and girls um i made it super easy for you um all you have to do is go to alexcolexxx.com that's a-l-e-x-c-o-a-l dot a-l-e-x-c-o-a-l-x-x-x.com see i was trying to be smooth um and everything is there there's like 47 links there i do way too much shit i never sleep i think i slept for an hour and a half but yeah, if you if you go to a l e x c o a l x x x dot com, it's all there. Enjoy. Anything else is a scam. There's a lot of catfish right now. Be safe. You heard it, everyone. <laughs> Be safe. You know, follow the links. You know, follow her. You know, she's got a lot going on. But you know, you could pick and choose, or pick all of them. Pick all forty something links. You <laughs> know, and and just enjoy her. All right, and enjoy her friends. Enjoy the atmosphere and stuff like that. And um, and also for us. Uh, we'll have our links down below and I want you guys to like and subscribe and leave comments and and tell us how we're doing so I want to thank you thank you for having having us as your people and for th the day thank you for having me on and maybe even they could leave questions for next time if yeah. they have questions yeah but anything yeah. that like you no know, we're definitely going to we definitely yeah. want you on again. And yes. if you guys want us to talk about anything, if you have any questions, I will have them right here. I can, even if you like, uh, have your little username or whatever. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that way you could feel like she's talking to you directly. I am talking directly to you, Jonathan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for having me on. This is really fun. And yeah. I'm excited to do it again. Thank you. All right.